No time for small talk, he'd said quickly. We've had an SOS from John Sebastian Farrell in Europe, asking for you and Cyrus by tomorrow noon. Momentarily stunned, she'd said, Farrell's working for you again? But at Christmas he wrote that he was back in Mexico City, rescuing the art gallery he had to abandon when his cover was blown. Explanations later, said Bishop. Can you and Cyrus head for Europe tonight? Cyrus can't, she blurted out. Cyrus, are you there? Yes, my dear, he said from the extension phone in the living room. He's leaving for Chicago in three hours, she explained. For the Bates murder trial, I'm driving him to the airport in twenty minutes. His nephew's defending Bates. Your nephew's James Reed, Cyrus? Chip off the old block, obviously. But that means... Look here, Bishop said desperately. Can one of you still go? You, for instance? This is Farrell. She'd said, Well, Cyrus, still on the phone? I'm here. Always said I'd never interfere, growled Cyrus. But damn it, Bishop, I've every right to insist she not go alone. What sort of trouble's he in? No idea, said Bishop. And he's not working for us. But we owe him, and an SOS is an SOS. Look, he added, if Emily can go, I've an idea Carstairs will know exactly the person to go with her. In fact, I can guess who it would be. A well-trained and knowledgeable agent, I promise. I'll worry like hell, as usual, said Cyrus. But I'm fond of Farrell, too. Can you pack in twenty minutes, Emily? In fifteen, she said eagerly. And if you weren't in the living room, Cyrus, I'd give you a hug. That, too, has to wait, said Bishop. Start packing. There'll be a private plane for you at the airport when you deliver Cyrus, and you'll be paged. Now, seven hours later... Mrs. Polyfax had progressed no further than Virginia, where she'd been presented with a black coat and hat and sent off to a mysterious funeral to take photographs. She was in a limousine with Bishop being driven back to headquarters to learn where she was to go, why Farrell wasn't in Mexico City, where he was supposed to be, and what a funeral had to do with his being in enough trouble to send an SOS to the department. She thought crossly that it was like a treasure hunt, this being rushed from place to place with no idea why. But it was now two o'clock in the afternoon, and high time to unravel this confusing skein of events. "'Are we nearly there?' she asked. "'I hesitate to mention it, but I am cold and wet, Bishop.' "'One more mile,' said Bishop. "'And I might point out the heater in this elegant stretch limo is defective. "'In a word, it doesn't work.' And I'm cold, too. Mrs. Polyfax couldn't resist a pointed, a private plane, a limousine, someone to take Cyrus's place and a trip to Europe. All this for Farrell when he's not working for you? Over his shoulder, Bishop said indignantly, You know damn well we want him back. He's not even 45 yet. He's too young to retire. Naturally, we're hoping you'll emphasize the lengths to which we're going to give him aid and comfort. We miss him. So do I, thought Mrs. Polyfax, and smiled as she remembered her first meeting with Farrell in Mexico not long ago. How shocked she had been to find herself shackled to a man who resembled a hero in a cheap B-movie. 
a handsome and reckless-looking adventurer, she had thought disapprovingly, being at that time fresh from her garden club in New Brunswick, New Jersey, and not yet accustomed to being drugged, kidnapped, and tied to a post with a stranger. Following this introduction, they had experienced a very educational two weeks in a prison cell in Albania, during which she'd puzzled out how to escape with a badly wounded Farrell and with the mysterious stranger in the adjoining cell. The fact that she'd accomplished this with some elan, or so thought Carstairs, had proved the beginning of a number of adventures and a new career, to which she had to admit she'd become addicted. Now she wondered who on earth Carstairs could find at such short notice to accompany her to Europe, and she fervently hoped he would find no one. She also wondered why Farrell was there at all, when she remembered so clearly the business card that he'd enclosed with his...